Hello and welcome to the Inner Work Conversation. I am Nikki Cross from the future. I'm recording this about 170 episodes in. We're currently in June 2023 and I just thought I'd record an introduction to my earlier episodes for the simple reason my sister was at breakfast the other day in a cafe and she overheard a lady saying to her friend, I have just found the inner work conversation. It's really, really useful. I'm going to go right the way to the beginning and work my way through the episodes. And it immediately made me want to try and contact this lady who I have no idea who she is and be like, no, don't do that. Because this this podcast, it's been going for a few years. And during that time, I have grown. I have changed. I have evolved. I have grown more confident in my abilities and in my competence, not just in my podcasting abilities, but also in what I do with my clients. I've become much more sure about who I best work with, who I best serve, and how we can best have conversations around the topics that are meaningful to the people who I work with. And so it makes me want to go, oh God, no, listen to the more recent episodes. That's where you're going to get your best value. That's where you're going to get your best insights. And it also, to be honest, makes me go, oh, in those older episodes, I sound different. I sound different because I was trying really hard. I was trying really hard to be liked and accepted. I was trying really hard to find my place in this in this space. And I think it comes through. I think that you can hear that. And I'll be honest, there's some old, old episodes that I've gone back and I've thought, oh, that, that's made me cringe or I actually disagree with myself. And so it leaves me with the question, why wouldn't I take the old episodes down? And my simple answer is this. As we all navigate life and business, we all evolve and we all grow. And there is always going to be an older version of us that we wish we'd have said things differently or we wish we'd have done things differently. Like for example, at the beginning of my business, I wish that I'd have been much more confident in who I worked with and how I can serve them and really back in my own, you know, opinions around certain things. But I can't go back. None of us can. None of us can go back to a previous version of ourselves and rewrite time. And so I'm leaving all of my older episodes in for one reason only. And that is because I want you to take these older episodes and take them for what they are, a demonstration of someone growing and evolving and learning in public. And I I say all of this and I introduce this episode with the hope that that not only inspires you, but also helps you to give yourself permission to grow and evolve and learn in public. So many of us just won't put ourselves out there for fear that it's not going to be good enough and you know it's not going to be right and when i when i listen back to my original my my initial podcast episodes it's not good enough and it's not right by my standards now but it was back then everyone has to start somewhere we all have to start somewhere we can't just rock up to something and be who we want to be or have the quality that we want to have from day one. So with what you're about to listen to, please, please know that as these podcasts, as the numbers roll on, the more me you will hear me get, but that's the more me now. Yeah. And that's not to say that there isn't value and insight in these older episodes. It's just letting you know that this is my version of growing and evolving out loud. So with all that said, let's get into the episode. (laughs) 
Welcome to episode 30 of the Inner Work Conversation, a podcast I've created for leaders like you. This podcast is dedicated to making sure you feel empowered and reassured that you are totally not alone. Because let's face it, leadership loneliness is a thing. I'm Nikki Cross, founder and CEO of Thrive Life and Business. And in today's episode, I want to share with you my four tips on how to do a mid-year review. Before I dive in, I want to thank you for your recent reviews of the podcast over on iTunes. And I want to share the one that I've picked out with you today, written by Bex201178, which reads, listening to Nikki's podcast is always like a big bowl of kick up the arse wrapped in lovely ice cream. There is so much great advice packed into every single episode. I am really grateful to receive this feedback and I'm learning more about how to extend my reach with the podcast to get into more ears of more leaders who it might help. So because of this, each month I pick out one review and contact that person to gift them with one of the resources that I've mentioned in the episodes of the month. So with that in mind, please continue to leave reviews over on iTunes. And if you're not on iTunes, just tag me on social media. I will count that too. And by the way, Becky, thanks so much for your feedback. If you are listening, I never thought of myself as a kick up the arse in ice cream, but I am absolutely going to own that. <laughs> so without further ado, let's dive into this week's episode. So one of the ways that I would explain the work that I do with the leaders that I work with is by using the word expansion. It's about reflecting on your experiences in life and in business and using that to learn and develop and intentionally build your future. And you've clicked to listen to this episode because you're probably like me. It's very likely that you love a fresh start. You love a new journal. You love a new year, a new week. Mondays are your best days, (laughs) like whatever. The point is that the feeling of wiping the slate clean, that's what you love. But what I've learned is a fresh start can be simply a choice. You don't need to have something physical to give yourself a fresh start because what these physical markers like the journal or the new year or the Monday, what they often give us is that feeling of almost that permission to stop and reflect, to start again, to build anew. And so with that in mind, I wanted to just to, (laughs) I wanted to use this mid-year marker to take a moment and if you need it, to use it as an opportunity to give you that fresh start feeling that you're probably craving right now. Um, And so before I jump in, the first thing that I really want to encourage you to do is just to take a moment to, before we get into the tips, before we get into the actual episode, is I just want to encourage you to reflect on what are you proud of, look back, we're in June 2021 as this episode is being released, and I want you to think about what progress have you made, what have you worked through, what challenges and adversity have you faced and overcome, what are you proud of, pause this episode and write down at least three things. There is method in this madness, which I'm going to go into, but I really want to encourage you if you're in the position now where you can, i.e. not driving or out on a run, which I know some of you listening are, I want you to pause the episode and if you can't write, just think of three things that you are proud of. So I will go first. Mine are, number one, this year I launched Thrive Together imperfectly. 
That is what I am proud of. I launched Thrive Together imperfectly. And not only did doing this make it possible for me to support the members inside there who without Thrive Together as the vehicle, I wouldn't otherwise be supporting. But this was a huge like forward lean for me to put something out into the world with a view to iterate to trust that the thing I've put out there won't look the same in a year's time. It'll look even better and that's okay. The fact that I trusted that I can take the best action I can with the information that I have currently and put something out there, that is something that I'm really proud of. And if you want to hear more on my reflection closer to that time in February where I launched Drive Together, go ahead and listen to episode 14 after this one, which is where I'm giving you my in-the-moment nerves, I think, <laughs> from memory. Um, so that's the first thing for me. The second thing for me is shifting my really rigid mindset into more fluid ways of working. And this has meant two things for me. Firstly, it's meant that I can better su- support my dad and as his dementia declines. But Also, it means that I'm starting to shed the corporate rules that are still ingrained in me. I can feel them. I'm slowly starting to let go of the idea that my best work will be produced behind a laptop Monday to Friday, eight till six. You know, slowly but very intentionally, I'm noticing that I can produce value to the people that I serve by doing less with more intention making things less complex and more impactful with more joy. You know, you get to enjoy the journey. I'm really proud of that. And finally, I'm really proud of my relationship with my husband. We have both, over the last six months, we've both made some major decisions over the past year, actually, to to be honest, about the direction of our future together. And of course, this involves our work because just like my Venn diagram, if you've seen it on social media, there are two circles. One is life, one is business and where they cross over in the middle, that middle intersection, that's you. And I firmly believe in a relationship that you either grow together or you grow apart. But best believe you are both as individuals always growing and relationships take effort and work together intentionally, you know, to remain close and to grow together. And this sometimes means that you have to work through some really difficult stuff. And it sometimes means that you have to make decisions to support each other in ways that you had not anticipated. And it sometimes means that life throws curveballs, business throws curveballs, but you stick together and you fill in for each other's downfalls. And in all of those ways, I am really proud of us best believe our relationship is probably just like the next couples. You know, we get on each other's tits, we have our foibles, we rub each other up the wrong way, but we're both doing our own inner work and we both have different approaches on the things that are important, you know, like parenting and money and time. But this, in my opinion, is the good stuff because that's how you learn. You can learn from each other and you can grow together through those things. So there you go. For me, on reflection, took me five minutes that, I am really proud of those three things. We aren't even into the episode yet, but please just pause it for a minute or two and look back over the first half of 2021. You know, so much has happened. We've come out of lockdown. Loads of different things are going on probably in your personal life and in your work. What are you proud of? 
It's all very well and good looking back on the adversity that you've faced and overcome. It really is. There's so much to learn, so much to glean from that kind of reflection. So that's why we do it, right? (laughs) But there is also so much to learn from the things that have gone well, yeah? Take my three, for example. I launched Drive Together. What can I learn about what I did so that I can apply those learnings to future challenges and goals and ways that I might hold myself back in future, Number two, shifting my mindset to more fluid ways of working. What beliefs have I realized I'm clinging to that that I now see that I am able to let go of? And number three, my relationship with my husband. How? How have I noticed that we are complementing each other? How have I noticed that we're supporting each other? And what can I use from those reflections that we can continue to keep doing and that I can continue to keep doing to support my part of the commitment to growing together, not apart, you know? So yes, we can learn from adversity. Yes, we can learn from our challenges and the failures and the things that have gone shit, but also you can learn from your wins. So please pause for a minute because the rest of this episode is a bit of a kick-ass episode, to be fair. (laughs) I'm summarising on how to reflect over the past year or any given time period. In this case, we are June 2021, mid-year, but if you're listening to this further down the track or at a totally different time, you know, the rest of this episode is about how to stop and review in order to best set new intentions, new goals and plan from there. Identifying your wins is something that most leaders will skip, but not you though. No, I know if you're listening now, you've already paused the episode and you have acknowledged those wins. You must celebrate your wins, pull them in, let the pride and recognition spare you on because so, so often the leaders who are working with me are doing things that push them outside of their comfort zone and with that, because you're outside of your comfort zone, it brings discomfort, that's the nature of it. I want you to give yourself the evidence that when you do, when you go outside your comfort zone, when you allow yourself to acknowledge those wins, there, there, there is your evidence that good things happen, that you can handle it. The evidence that although it's uncomfortable at the time, you will thrive through uncertainty. You can handle the challenges that you're afraid of and you should dream bigger, aim higher, expand your comfort zone. Ruminating on your wins only supports expansion. It supports the new identity that you're building, which is supporting a future that you're consciously creating. So do it. It's okay, it's more than okay to say, I am a person who can launch something imperfectly, have great success from it, make a positive impact on the people I'm serving and still be learning. Launching Thrive Together quite literally changed my my identity. It changed what I thought was I was capable of and I felt that growth. I felt those growing pains and I have felt the joy and the pride from seeing the members inside that space thrive and grow and expand. So allow yourself that, okay? So without further ado, because I am something like 10 minutes into the episode now, <laughs> let's get into my four tips. I wanna discuss with you four tips of doing a mid-year review. This episode is not about goal setting. I'm saving 
my updated tips on that for another episode. But if you do want some content after this episode about goals and about goal setting, head back to episode 11 about getting out of your own way and episode 19 on why you avoid setting goals. They are both excellent episodes. So tip number one, look back over the things that you said you wanted to achieve and review your progress. So I'm about to hit you with a load of questions now. So pen and paper, take note. Looking back, reviewing your progress towards your goals. Have you achieved your goals? Have you made progress towards your goals? What progress? Have you learned from the experience of at least pursuing them? What have you learned? Or do you find yourself in a position where you're not able to measure your progress? You're not able to look back because you didn't set clear goals. Or if you did, you've let them fizzle out. I imagine if you're in a position where you haven't set any goals, you might think this first tip is irrelevant, but it is not. It is totally relevant. It's relevant because it's giving you information about what to do more of, less of, or differently. The biggest achievements I have ever had, and I can say this for my clients too, is when I have simply, concisely, and specifically stated what I want to achieve and by when. So if you can, look back and review your progress and ask the most important question, why? Did you smash your goals? Why? What did you do? This is telling you what to keep doing. Did you change your goals? Why? This is giving you information on how to set goals that suit you moving forward. Did you completely and utterly fail at achieving your goals? Again, why? What did you do? What didn't you do that contributed to that? You know, it's so important, regardless of where you find yourself now, in the here and now, it is so important to reflect without judgment and ask that question, why? Because asking that question, why, will give you information about what you can do more of, less of, different, to either improve or to replicate your success. Number two, acknowledge where you didn't hold yourself accountable. So if you looked back and found that you did set goals, but they just sort of fizzled out, then we want to look at personal accountability. I'm going to call you on this because I want to support your growth. And sometimes this doesn't feel good, right? So this episode might not necessarily be a feel-good episode, um, but it is with intention. So are there goals that you set or intentions that you had that you have let slip to the wayside? Don't ignore these. These intentions, these goals, they were set from a positive place, a place of ambition, a place of seeing something more that's potentially available to you or perhaps more that you're available for. And acknowledge what happened there. At first, we can feel motivated, pumped, but if we don't have the systems in place to help us hold ourselves accountable, which by the way, holding ourselves accountable is absolutely a business success strategy as much as it is a self-love strategy. But if we don't do that, how can we ensure progress? And this is exactly why goal fizzle occurs. Goal fizzle is when you have done a goal setting exercise, you're pumped, or you spent a while focusing on what you want to achieve and you start out great, but you fizzle out. Personal accountability is only possible when we have a clear goal to begin with. So there's some sort of internal 
intrinsic motivation and we have set up systems that allow us to measure our progress in order to define whether we're progressing towards or away from our goals. Okay, James Clear's Atomic Habits is an excellent read on this particular topic. But when there is no personal accountability, there is then room for blame. There is room for us to make excuses and buy our own bullshit. And I know this because I put off starting my own business for five years before I actually did it. And all of that time, all of that time, there was always someone or something to blame the company that I worked for, my boss, our financial position, my lack of skills in a certain area, instead of seeing these problems as challenges to work through, because there was no personal accountability towards my goal of setting up my new business, I instead used them as reasons why I couldn't possibly focus and take action towards my goals. And I am, of course, using myself as an example to call you out on your own bullshit because I too have used this same shame bullshit and bought it in and bought into it myself. So I am asking you to do the same. Okay. Tip three is next time I will instead of this means I am. Let me say that again. Tip three is next time I will instead of this means I am. I don't think there is anything, anything more disempowering that you can do when you're reviewing the last period of time in order to review and plan for the next period of time. There is nothing more disempowering than you can that you can do than making it mean something about yourself. So in point two, I talked about taking personal accountability for fizzle out. It's so hard to take accountability for not achieving your goals when you're moaning and you're groaning and you're self-loathing and hating on yourself. Yeah, simply reflect, simply observe and note what you can do more of, less of, different. If emotions come up, let those emotions come up, but don't attach your identity to them, okay? None of this, oh, I didn't do X, so this means I'm Y. I didn't spend enough time with my kids, this means I'm a shit parent. I didn't achieve my revenue goals, this means I'm shit at my job. I didn't set the goals, this means I'm not good enough. No to that shit. No to that shit. I notice that I didn't spend enough time with my kids. This means I can do X, Y, and Z to change that. I didn't achieve my revenue goals. This means that I can see, this is because I didn't ask enough enough people to work with me. So I'm gonna focus more on setting goals around sales conversations. I didn't set goals. This means I have some learning to do around goal setting. I'm gonna join Thrive Together. (laughs) I'm joking. No, I'm not joking. Do it do join fire together, you will learn how to goal set. But what I am saying, jokes aside, what I am saying is stop using beating yourself up as an opportunity to extend the amount of time that you don't do the scary things. Because there is absolutely a benefit to self-loathing, to making it about you, to rolling around in the sad swamp, questioning why you're not good enough. There is a benefit to that. And the benefit is that you still get to avoid the things that you are actually moaning about. You get to avoid it. Stop it. You can do better than that. Your goals might be scary. They might move you to more of an expanded identity, a different version of yourself, if you like. And that can be really scary. But self-loathing and making it mean something about you is only keeping you stuck where you are, okay? And tip number four, 
Before you plan or move forward from the reflection activity, ask yourself this question. How can I better support myself moving forward? How can I better support myself moving forward? This is sort of the next step to my last point, but I think when we reflect and we ask ourselves questions like, did I meet my goals? If yes, why? If no, why? It can bring up a lot of internal stuff. And if we focus on this internal stuff, we can do what I've said before, which is the whole self-loathing piece, and it's not helpful. It will keep you stuck in that identity. So what we want to do is shape our identity into someone who believes, yes, this is for me. Yes, the fuck I can. I am someone who can do things like this. I am someone who achieving these things, that would be completely normal for. And the best way to do this is to ask yourself, how can I best support myself? Yeah, you might be in a really low place right now, suffering from low self-esteem, or you might be listening to this episode, identifying with a lot of the things that I've said that aren't good ways to support yourself. And that's okay. It's totally okay. But the trouble is in these scenarios is we aren't adopting a beginner's mindset. We're coming from a place of, oh, I should already know this anyway. And that thinking is keeping you stuck. And so to break out of it, just try to access the next more empowering thought. Try to access the next more empowering thing to do. You might literally be looking to a bar that you're setting too high that you feel so far away from it. So when you're asking yourself the question, how can I better support myself? You are setting these thoughts and these actions that aren't accessible for you right now. A great example of this is at the beginning of the year, you've had in your head that you're gonna get fit and have the healthiest year ever. And then we're in June now and you're reflecting on this and you're realizing, hang on a minute, no, like <laughs> I'm heavier than I've ever been. I drink more alcohol than I ever have, etc., etc., etc. I move less, etc. I just want you to access one higher thought, one higher habit, one higher action. So this might not mean suddenly changing your complete diet now that you've remembered that goal (laughs) or suddenly going to the gym six times a week. It might simply mean, right, I'm going to drink one and a half litres of water every day this week. That's it. I'm going to write myself a post-it note and stick it to the mirror that says, remember to look after yourself today. That's it. You know, make it easy. Make it easy for yourself. Please do think about the ways that you have been thinking, about the things that you have been doing, about the habits that you've developed and answer that one question. How can I better support myself? And this will be a great preparation for stepping into goal setting. I am so keen for you to set goals and come from an empowered place, not a place of lack or a place of can't or scarcity or like there's something to be fixed or there's something wrong with you. I want you to set goals from a place of wanting more for yourself because you're excited about it, not because you feel like you're lacking right now. So quite simply, they are my four tips on looking back, reflecting and reviewing your year if you're with me now or at any time over any period of time, even if you're using this to reflect on the last week, right? You could apply these tips for a Sunday evening, okay? So just to summarise, number one, Look back over the things you said you wanted to achieve and review your progress. Number two, acknowledge where you didn't hold yourself accountable. 
build systems around that. Number three, adopt a next time I will instead of a this means I am attitude. Before you plan or you move forward, on reflection, ask yourself, how can I better support myself moving forward? Okay, so they're my four tips. There is some really exciting stuff coming up inside of Thrive Together, my group membership, to set you up for the second part of your year perfectly. So if this if this recipe recipe episode if this episode resonates with you (laughs) if this episode resonates with you please do and and you are sort of borderline on the fence oh I think I might like to join Thrive Together please get in before the 5th of July you would be welcomed in with open arms it will give you a great opportunity to soak in some of the content that already exists in there but nudge nudge hint hint wink wink we are going to be doing some great goal setting strategies in there to support us for the second part of our year. So with that, I'm going to see you in the next episode. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. It is very much tied to next week's episode where I'll be sharing with you my learnings around having less time. In next week's episode, I'm going to be talking about how I've become more productive and actually happier as a result of having less time available to me, which is actually something that came up in my reflection when I was preparing for this episode today. So... If you like this episode, please feel free to subscribe so you don't miss the upcoming ones too. And before you go, if the content today made you go, yes, this is exactly the growth and support that I want, definitely head over to my Instagram, but also consider working with me. I work with leaders on a one-to-one basis or inside my group membership, Thrive Together. You can find all the details over on my website at tlb.org.uk and I'll also link that in the show notes too. Thank you so, so much as ever for joining me today and I will see you in the next episode.